Hello, Shabbat Shalom, Rabbi Menachem Landa here with a new thought on a new Torah portion of a new book. That's right, this Shabbat is we begin the new Torah portion of Vayikra, which is the first portion of the new book, of the third book of the Torah. There's five books of Moshe. We have just begun this week the third book, known as Vayikra, which means, and he has called. In English, this book is actually known as Leviticus. And um, so here's the thought. I'm going to actually start with a story that's relevant to this week's Torah portion and then uh, see how it connects to the Torah portion and uh, an important lesson for me and for you. Uh, the first Chabad Rebbe, his name was Rabbi Shneir Zalman of Liadi. He lived in the late 1700s. He passed away in 1812. Now, tragically, when his daughter, he had a daughter named Devorah Leah, in her 20s, she tragically passed away. She had a young child, just barely two years old. And um, her dying wish was that her father, who was the Rebbe, should uh, oversee his education and make sure he's taken care of, which, of course, he promised and, and committed to. So shortly after this young child, Devarlea's only child, his name was Menachem Mendel, later he actually became the third Chabad Rebbe. When he was young, his grandfather, the Alter Rebbe, Rabbi Shneir Zalman, is the one that raised him. And when he just turned three years old, that's a significant milestone in Jewish education, his grandfather brought him to study for the first day, brought him to the cheder, brought him to the local teacher, and they taught him the first few verses of this week's Torah portion. They begin teaching young children not from... Beratius, not from the beginning of the Torah, but actually from this week's Torah portion, the third book. The opening word says, Vayikra el Moshe. And he, referring to God, called to Moses. So when that child of three came home that day, he asked his grandfather a question. He read the first words. And the first word is Vayikra, which means, and he called. But in that word, the last letter of that word is an aleph. In Vayikra, there's an aleph in there. But that aleph is actually a small aleph. Most of the letters in the Torah are average size. There's some letters that are big, like the shin of the word Shema Yisrael. There's some letters that are smaller. This is one of the letters in the Torah that is a small letter. The aleph of Vayikra. So the, the, the child asked his grandfather and says, Zayda, grandfather, why is the letter Aleph in the word Vayikra written so small? And the way the story is shared and related to us is that the Rebbe meditated and thought deeply for a while. And he finally opened his eyes and he responds to his grandchild. And he says like this. So first I'll, I'll give you over what his grandfather responded and then we'll uh, try to unpack it. The Alter Rebbe explains like this. Adam, the first person to live, was God's handiwork. He was even wiser than the angels. However, Adam was smitten by the knowledge of his good qualities. He knew how good he was. He knew how special he was for being um, uh, literally crafted by God. And that led him to his sin. As we know, the first sin in the world was the sin of the tree of knowledge, the Chet Etzadat. How Adam and Eve ate from the tree when God told them not to. The Alter Rebbe continues, Moses, 
Although he was aware of his qualities Hashem has given him, he didn't become conceited. On the contrary, he humbly would say to himself, another person given the same opportunity as I was, which was to ascend to the heavens and talk to God personally, if he was given such a soul as mine, that person would have been able to have accomplished much more than I. So the Alter Rebbe concludes that the letters of the alphabet occur in three sizes. There's large, medium, and small size letters. Adam was impressed with his own status as God's handiwork. And he was sure of his own qualities and his greatness. And therefore, when Adam is mentioned later on in the book of Chronicles, actually, toward the end of the 24 books of Tanakh, the letter Aleph of the word Adam is actually written with a small, sorry, with a large Aleph. Adam's letter, Aleph, is written with a large Aleph, talking about his greatness and really that led to his downfall. Moshe was not impressed with his own greatness. On the contrary, it led him to be humbled. And therefore the Aleph, when it talks about Moshe in this week's Torah portion, and God called to Moshe, and the letter Aleph is with a small letter, that's written small. So just to summarize the story is the, the young child realized that the letter Aleph in this week's Torah portion of Vayikra is a small Aleph, and he asked him why. And his grandfather responded by contrasting Moses in this week's Torah portion, which has an Aleph, to Adam. Adam was very sure of his qualities, and that pride and self-awareness led him to the sin that he committed. So therefore, later on in the Torah, when the letter Aleph is mentioned, describing Adam, it has a big letter Aleph, talking about his self-awareness, his pride or ego, that really got the better of him and led him to his sin. By Moshe, it's written with a small Aleph because Moshe was humbled. And therefore, it's hinted in the small letter Aleph. That's the story. So let's try to understand this a little more with a lesson for um, each and every one of us to share at their Shabbat table. Adam was an extraordinary vessel for divine light. We know that because each of any, every one of our souls actually come from Adam, the first person to live. God breathed into him the, the breath of life. He's the one that gave names to every living creature. But he would have needed to have kept himself in check. Even though he was aware of his qualities, it kind of got the better of him. Moshe, Moses, on the other hand, was the ultimate model of bitul, which is humility, which needs to be the complement or needs to be the partner of knowing your gifts. A person needs to know their gifts, their greatness, their talents. You can't ignore them. You're supposed to be aware of them and don't neglect them because they were given to you by God and meant to be used. But at the same time, knowing your qualities, you also have to have with it the knowledge of humility. What was so unique in Moshe's humility? What made, actually the Torah says that no one was as humbled as Moshe. So what made him so humble? So many commentaries explain that he was humbled because he felt that if other people were given the same opportunity as me, they would have done better. If other people would have been a, a child of Amram, his father, who was a leader himself, and a direct great-grandchild of Avram, the first Jew, they would have been doing an even better job. So the Rebbe just emphasizes here an important point, 
is that what was unique about Moshe is not just what he thought of himself, he, that he thought lowly of himself, but it's more that Moshe, his humility brought him to actually have an incredible amount of respect and authentic feelings uh, for other people. He looked at other people and saw their strengths. Because of his humility, it didn't lead him to only think lowly of himself. That's not the point. It's more, it led him, his humility led him to think greatly about others. So it's not that he thought lowly of himself. He just didn't think much of himself. He didn't think of himself. That wasn't what he was emphasizing. It wasn't on himself. He wasn't putting too much of the focus on him. It wasn't what other people think of him. It wasn't the way he feels of... It was more just an authentic feeling of respect for others. So people often toil for humility. And they think low of themselves. But what happens is, in that humility, they think low of themselves. But unfortunately, they also think low, or perhaps even, God forbid, lower of other people. The emphasis over here, what we should learn from Moshe, is that he thought very highly of others. He always saw the strength in others. You know, with Pesach coming up, we all have different levels of how careful we are, of course, with chametz. And we judge, perhaps, sometimes, other people, oh, they don't keep as strict as I do. So really, the whole point of Passover is humility. The matzah is thin, it's reminding us of humility, whereas chametz is inflated, and it's the, 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 the stereotype of ego. And really, we shouldn't be judging other people for the way they observe. We should be respecting and encouraging and seeing the strength of, wow, these people are doing such great jobs. That's really the humility that we're supposed to be practicing and what we should learn from Moshe. So that's what the Alter Rebbe was saying to his grandchild, was that humility is emphasized in how we show our respect for other people. More than in how we lower ourselves is start with showing and um, pointing out the strengths of others. And someone else with his gifts would do a better job. So our lesson, just to summarize, our lesson is not to ignore one's strengths. That's delusional. And in fact, that's neglecting the gifts that God has given you. You have to recognize them. You have to use them. But at the same time, the main key is actually being sincere and authentic in our respect for other people. And if we have that true respect in other people, it will increase our humility, realizing just how great that other person is or that great other people are. And that will bring you to an even greater sense of humility. So we should all be working. We learned from the small Aleph of this week's Torah portion, the opening word, Vayikra, how to be humbled. We learned from Moshe. Being humble doesn't mean ignoring our strengths and qualities. It just means seeing the greatness in others. And by seeing the greatness in others, it leads us to a great sense of respect and humility. And God willing, if we all have that sense of respect, mutual respect for each other, um, uh, this world will be a much better place. So let's work on our respect. We'll work on our humility, um, emphasize and see the strength and qualities and talents of others. And God willing, that will bring you to realize your own strengths and at the same time, uh, keep it in check with your strong dose of humility and be tool. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for listening. And here comes another one. Listen up for another podcast on this week's Torah portion.